Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Today's show is pre recorded.
turn them out. Steve Harvey got to turn them out. Got to turn them out. Steve Harvey turn them out of the morning, y'all. Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey got a radio show. I say it every day because God been good to me. God has done some things in my life that's been, truly been just amazing. It really amazing ain't even really the word. I, they don't really have a word for what he's done for me. I'm just out of superlatives. That's why I say it every day. Steve Harvey got a radio show because God is in the blessing business. Yeah, he is. God, God can help you turn your life around. Did you hear me? God can help you turn your life around. Whatever you're going through, God has an answer for it. See, but it's the going through that gets us, though, ain't it? Because I was having a moment yesterday, and I sat my wife down. I said, baby, I just need to talk to you. I'm going through a little bit right now. I just wanted to share, which I'm a little down right now. My wife reminded me. She just reminded me. Just, see, this is what a man, this is what a, a, a good mate does. A, a, a good mate reminds you just of things that sometimes you forget when you get off track. Because, you know, I, I consider myself a, a motivational type person. I, I try to listen to people and then give them something I've learned along the way on this journey I've been on. I try to give a person a takeaway. But even being that person, sometimes I get off track myself. I get a little uh, a little low sometimes. You know, I get a little down. Sometimes I sometimes I forget some of the stuff I say. It ain't that I forget it, I guess. I just get caught up in the grind of doing it. And sometimes I get, I get a little off course and I forget some of the things. And my wife or a mate is can be good for you to remind you. And she just says, Steve, God got us. She said, have you ever noticed that every time you get in a spot? And she say, and I, and I know how you must feel because you out here working. And, and, and you keep turning around and, 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 and old stuff keep popping up. And you get a call from your accountant and hear this then went wrong. And that then went, you steady trying to fix it. But you steady going, wow, man, what is this? She say, but you ever notice he always always, no matter what, provide a way. And he ain't ever too late. Oh, you might be going, the deadline is approaching. The deadline can come and pass, but then they have a grace period for you. And then sometimes, man, it's just, you go down there after the grace period and they take the payment anyway and you're good anyway. But see, ain't that God bringing you through it? It may not be when you want it, but he right on time. Just before you get put out, just before they turn. Maybe they cut the lights off, but you get it back on just before company come or just before the weekend get here. See, it, he always comes through for you. And she had to remind me of that. What you're going through is necessary. Look, circumstance and hardships and pitfalls are always untimely. If you keep the law of attraction in play, if you keep believing that that's that he going to see you through this, just like he do when you don't believe it. That's what the cold part is, though, ain't it? Ain't God brought you through even when you didn't really have the faith to say he was going to bring you through? But because of grace and mercy, he brought you through anyway. But because you forgot to thank him 
or you didn't pay attention through the come through. You just was telling people, oh, man, if you'd have seen me, it was so jacked up. Man, I was so turned up. I ain't know what I was going to do. I almost got put out. I was going to see, key word, almost. You forgot that part right there. And then I was, it looked like I won, man. And it seemed like every month I go through this same thing. And then, then somebody ought to just say, did you pay it? Yeah, I paid it. Did you get put out? No, I'm cool. See, some see you need somebody on your shoulder to say that to you, and then you need somebody on, on to come right behind him and go, "Man, ain't God good?" Really, man, that that's how this works. See, you you keep getting in situations, but he keep getting you out. Now, if you jump, look, listen to me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's say you in a frying pan in the skillet, and the oil is up, and you in that frying, and you uncomfortable being fried. God somehow or let's just say you managed to get out of the hot grease in the frying pan and you standing there next to the skillet, looking at the fire, continue to heat the grease. You get out and then for some unexplainable reason, you dives right on back in there. Ain't that how we usually do it? I'm just asking you. God gets you away from the man you've been asking to get away from. Then you go right back over there and start seeing him again. It's amazing how many times God get us out the fire and we walks right back in there. Ain't it amazing, man? And I mean, really, man, see, this is how I break life down for me. So I don't get over here stuck on stupid with myself and then get to doing something ignorant like blaming God. When really, man, God has given us as human beings the power of decision, and we all make decisions. How many times, man? See, sometimes it's a blessing in getting locked up. You can ask a lot of cats I know, man, to tell you. It was a blessing for me, man, because I was just headed the wrong way, steady. But he locked me up, set me down, made me miss my family, miss being out here being a free man, made me realize that my family was important, made me, man, really see this girl for what she was. When I get out, man, I'm on the straight and narrow. Well, then when you get out, though, see, you can't be talking about no, oh, man, I can't find no job. Now I'm going to go and do what I got to do. No, 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 partner. You got to do now what you're supposed to do. See, that don't do what you got to do got you in trouble in the first place. See, everybody, see, see, the hood got a lot of ignorant rules we done created. I got to do what I got to do. I got to feed my family. Well, only reason you got to do what you got to do is because you didn't do what you were supposed to do. See, if you just went on to school, like your mama kept telling you. Oh, man, I was watching 48 Hours yesterday, and a dude named Nesto was on there. And Nesto, Latino dude, said, man, my mother told me quit hanging with these guys. They were going nothing but trouble. I should have listened to her. He doing 30 years right now. You can't blame God. That's why I talk to myself this way. So I don't get stupid and start shifting the blame the wrong way when it's really on me. How many times has God got you out of something and you walk right back into it? Man, why don't you take these blessings God give you and go on about your business? That'd be the best way to do it, don't you think? I, that's what I think. So I thank God, my wife, for reminding me that God got us anyway, that God going to pull you through anyway, that have you noticed, Steve, we ain't lost a beat. Oh, I know it's hard out here, but really you ain't lost a beat. You still moving forward. You still dressing nice. You still look good when you come into that job. Everybody don't got to know you. your house is in bad shape and all that. 
God got you, man. If you just hold your head up, man, quit complaining all the time about what you ain't got. And as in the words of my daddy, Slick Harvey, stop talking about what you ain't got and take a good look at what you do got. That's improper grammar, but that always stuck with me, and maybe it'll stick with you. Quit talking about it and looking at what you ain't got. Take a good look at what you do got. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies, gentlemen, everybody listening. I need your attention for this simple, very simple, but factual announcement. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. It's a very simple scripture. Hmm. It means so much to me. I would invite you to to just do the same. Here's the deal. Today is all we really have. The past belongs to history. The future belongs to God. We have today. You should rejoice and be glad in it because this is yours. That's why they call it the present because it's an unwrapped gift. It's the present. This is yours. This is ours. Let's get in. Welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mississippi Monica, Junior, better known as Kiss Page, and the legend of nephew Tommy, yours truly. Junior, what, boy? <laughs> I tell you what, up. Uh, I remember one of your most famous jokes, Willie Turner. Like, <laughs> give <Boy>. my money. <laughs> I Plus. saw it the other day, man. Let me ask you, uh, what lengths have you gone through to get your money? If somebody don't have Steve Harvey money, <laughs> what lengths have you been through? I'm going to tell you one of the biggest impacts, one of the moments, this is a true story. I got paid in uh, Arkansas one night, and we were performing at this comedy club that was upstairs on the second floor, had a bar, and I kind of stayed till the show was over talking to some of the bartenders and waitresses. And I put my little cash in the bag, which was uh, $750. And I'm walking because I could walk across the street to the condo that they let the comedian stay in. And I come downstairs and I'm walking across the parking lot. And this dude runs up behind me and grabs me from behind. And I kind of turn and I could see the waitresses upstairs on the balcony where I had just left. 
And they was talking and laughing, so I thought it was one of the little bartenders playing. You know how they play. I don't really play like that. Yeah. But, you know, ha, ha, he, he, I go along with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but a pickup truck, he grabs me from behind. It was kind of tight, but I said, okay, that's how he's trying to play. He wasn't strong enough to toss me, but he was holding me. A pickup truck pulls up right in front of me, and the dude jumps out the truck and is charging at me. Now, right then, the hood in me goes off. Yeah. I don't know if they still playing, but it don't look like playing to me, so I'm going to act like I, it ain't no play game no more. I, I put my chin on my chest and threw my head back into his face as hard as I could. Bust his nose, but here the dude come, the little white dude going to bend over and charge me, and that was way quicker then. I was in my 30s, so yeah. bending over charging me, that's a mistake. I put this knee in your chin. Yeah. Yeah. Come to find out, they was robbing me. <laughs> oh. You didn't know that? <laughs> Dog, I was... I, you ain't got no gun, you ain't got no knife, y'all ain't strong, y'all ain't coordinated. You robbing me? Yeah, you ain't got none of the qualifications. <laughs> Boy, and you can't fight? Oh. You know where the hell you get my 750. All right. It's a nice day at the outside. Nice activity right after the show. Yeah. Still had my hands. Thank you, Lord. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The nephew is here to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? You prayed for a job. Yes, you did. Come on, Ken. Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Carolyn please. This is Carolyn. Hi, Carolyn. Listen, my name is Lawrence. Lawrence I actually go to the same church you do. I, I saw you last Sunday where you uh, stood up in the church and, and I heard that you were talking about you were going through some bad times. Oh, mm-hmm. Well, your uh, job supposedly got rid of the department that you were in and, and you were now seeking a new type of work. Am I right? Yes. Or just, yes, just, right. just work period because you're looking for a new occupation and you I was there when you asked everybody to pray for you. Uh, yes. Have you have you found anything yet? Mm-mm, I haven't. You know, I've, I've been praying. I, we prayed again today. I I asked for the, the church's prayers again today, and 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 everything's gonna work out because you know he said you take one step, he's gonna take two. That's right. So I'm, I'm prepping, and I know it's gonna happen. I know. Well, well, listen. I think I may be able to be of some help to you. I actually own my own company, and I'm thinking that I you could be the perfect person for a position that I have available. Uh, now, what what type of work were you doing in the past? Give me some of your job qualifications. Oh, I'm executive secretary, administrative assistant, anything like that. Type 88 words a minute. Uh, even take the old style shorthand. Oh, I can do it all. You just tell me what you need, and I can do it. Take care of your executives that come through the office. Anything that's needed, travel expenses. That's what I do. Okay, and now, I'm good uh, at it too. Uh, what what type of hours are you used to working? Nine to five. Sometimes I come in at eight. I don't have a problem with coming in at eight. I can come in even earlier if you need me to come in earlier. Are you opposed to working at night? No, I don't, I don't mind working at night. I mean, it just it just depends. You know, right now, beggars can't be choosing. Right. I, I, I ask, and, and it's being given to me. Okay. What, I, what kind of hours are we looking at? I have a I have a uh, an offer for you that it would be Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. You will only be working three days a week for me. Okay. Uh, no, I just to let you know, I was looking for something with a few more hours, a few more days. I need like full time. I have a family. Well, I, I, I have bills to pay. Right, right, right. I understand. But listen, I, I, I think the actual amount will suffice for that. Now, I'm going to offer you seven hundred and fifty dollars per night for three nights a week. That's that's two thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. 
for 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 those three days for one week. Right. $750 a night? $750 a night. And I'm and, and making about $2,000 something. You're you making a week, a, a week ma'am. And, and if you do the math on that, that, that adds up to about $9,000 for a month. <laughs> Sounds too good to be true, but now I, I I put it all in his hands. I turned it over. That's what we supposed to do. I did it, and, and you tell me I'll make seven hundred fifty dollars a night. Okay. But, I mean, what what am I doing? Keeping your books, you know, because I I do the accounting too. Well, let me say this. Now, the reason why I say it's at night is because I own a a nightclub, and and you would be working at the nightclub for me, so you would put in about four or five hours uh, every night. And, and and for three nights a week, like I stated, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and and um, of course I'll pay you seven hundred fifty. Matter of fact, I'll actually pay you your first two weeks in advance. And I need that. But I know, I'm sure you you know you've you've lost your balance. You need to get back on your feet and everything. Yes, I do. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um. So so exactly what is it you you know I'll be doing? Because I'm sure, like I said, I can do office work. I'm good. Like accounting. You tell me a clerk. Front door. I can keep your books going. Right. Well, no, not necessarily. I don't need you to work the front door. Um, I'm actually going to have you in the club working. Okay. So, um, I mean, how, how are you? How's your physical condition? Are you able to get around and and you don't get tired quick? Do you? Now, are you in good physical shape? Yes, I'm in really good physical shape. Don't get tired quick at all. You need to do something like be able to bartenders or something, work the bar to make sure all the money's you know, nobody's stealing money from you or something uh, like no, that. No, no, no. You're not at the bar either. See, because what I'm going to do now, have you ever done anything like, you know, anything close to dance or anything like that? Have you done that in the past? Yeah, I did a little ballet when I was younger. Uh, drill squad, cheerleading. I mean, do a little dance here and, you know, go out every once in a while. You know, you do a little dancing here and there. Okay. Yeah, I don't have but, a problem with moving around. Okay, well, that's good. Because, see, what what I want you to do is I want you to do a little bit of dancing in the club. Oh, you, oh, some, you have some, like, ballroom dancing or something where you need me to teach. I don't know how to do the ballroom dancing, so I can't work with nobody on that stuff like that. No, I'm not asking you to do any uh, uh, ballroom dancing or anything like that. What I need you to do is I want you to dance on the pole. See, I have what? A, on the pole. See, I have a strip club. I want you to dance on the pole. Uh, 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 pole? What the hell do you need me to dance on a pole? Well, actually, I own um, the Silk Stocking, which is a strip club. Oh, I'm not a Silk Stocking. What, what the hell do you need? You don't want me to dance on the You know what? This is You must be at your mind. I'm dancing on a pole for nobody. You can take that pole, Mr. Kelly, whatever your name is. You can strap that pole up your what? You must be out your mind. But don't you want to make this money? I got $750 a night for you. I don't need that kind of money. I'm telling you right now, you and that pole dance, you can take that pole and shove it up to damn You have no business calling me about no dancing on that pole, and I believe you got nothing from nobody at church. I'm trying to get you a job, baby. They told me that you was in need of a job, so I'm just I'm trying to... I'm not in need of that kind of job. I'm not in need of no jobs. I'm taking off my damn drawers from my damn belt window and dance on my damn pole. What's wrong with you? Okay, what if I bump it up to $1,000 a night? No, I don't care if you bump it up to $2,000, $3,000, $5,000. I ain't taking my jaws off for no damn night. I want your on that pole. You know, you, you, know, you ain't going to see my You know what? I want your in church. I'm going to need spray. That's where you need to be calling me talking about you guys. You know, this is right here. When I this see you here. at church next Sunday. When you see me at church, I'm don't you come up to me and say nothing to me. Because if I see you, I'm going to bust you in I'm going to come and ask you and Wendell, will you get your butt on the pole? No, and if you're going to come by Wendell, I'm going to whip your Well, let me say this to you. Are you listening to me? 
Wait just a minute, Carolyn. I want to say this. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your cousin Ravina. Little pole work ain't gonna hurt nobody. You know what I'm saying? Just a little pole work. <laughs> Tommy, like she much. wasn't having yes. that at all. Beggars can't be choosing. You need a job, and the pole is calling. All right? Oh. 750. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, it is time to ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey. This one's from Zoe in Louisiana. Zoe writes, my mother has been married to my stepfather for seven years, but I caught her and my biological father in the shower Sunday night. I stopped by her house after she told me she wasn't feeling well. I walked in the bathroom, but they didn't see me, so I bolted out of the house. Should I tell them what I saw or not? That is the question. Well, I don't think you should. I mean, you saw it. What is what business is it of yours? <laughs> I'm I'm just trying to figure it out. What is this your mama? Your mama been married to your stepdaddy for seven years. You walked in there and you saw her in the shower with your daddy. They done done that before. Mama done. Yeah, just catching up, that's all. Just catching up. <sighs> That's what's what. But what would she say though to them? It's nothing you can't, Mom. I saw you in there with Daddy. <laughs> eh? Yeah. What could How she that sound? Right. Let me do with you. She the fact that that ain't her though. husband right now, that ain't none of your business. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. this is life. All this, what you ain't gonna ever do. I remember one time my brothers was talking to me. I was about nine, ten years old, and I heard him, my two big brothers, talking about girls. And what they was doing. And mm-hmm. I said out loud, I never do that mm-hmm. with a girl. Uh-huh. Been doing they it, looked actually. at me and said, if you don't shut your dumb ass up. <laughs> you don't know he what said, boy, do. you don't you ain't even had a girl yet. When you get a girl, boy, tell me you ain't finna do this with no girl. Boy, you I can't even oh. tell you what they told me, but it turned uh-huh. out to be so true. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Karma in Oxford writes, uh, my boyfriend is on a health kick and always on my case about eating junk food. I saw a Kroger receipt in his car and uh, he had bought a Snicker and a Coke. I jokingly told him that I found the receipt and he got mad and said I can't be trusted because I went through his personal belongings. Was it really that serious? Hell no. Hell no, that ain't serious. And what he tripping for? Is he that big of a liar where he want to maintain that he'd healthy all the time? Let me tell you something. I don't know a living soul that eats perfectly healthy all the time. No. Right. It's hard to turn down a snicker. I sat down (laughs) with a vegan, have known this brother to be a vegan for years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. His ass was eating chicken wings with me one day. (laughs) (laughs) A vegan? Yeah, dog. And he told me, he said, hey, man, I just, man, I'm going to try. I ain't had one of them. Man, they smell so good. Dog, I didn't judge him. Right. I thought you was vegan. You are vegan, but all that, dog. Now, I ain't saying vegans is eating meat because a lot of them ain't. But Mm -hmm. you eat unhealthy foods. 
Vegans yeah. gonna eat some unhealthy stuff. And I, I got some news for you too. All vegan food ain't that good for you. Some of the stuff mm. is excessive in a lot of areas. So any any if you once you overdo anything, it's bad for you. Do you know you can drink too much water? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, you know, go ahead, sure. All right. Uh, moving on to Ella in Kansas. Ella mm-hmm. says, I'm a 66-year-old single woman, and I met a man that's my age. But he's a lot to handle in the bedroom. He's on the pills that give you vitality, and yeah. he doesn't need any help with that at all. Yeah, yeah. so Every what's wrong? Time I, huh? Go ahead. Every time I turn around, he's uh-huh. got that thing of his out pointing it yeah. at me. Yeah. Lord, please help hey, hey. it. Hey, what? How do I get him to Fire. simmer down? <laughs> simmer down? Yeah. Yeah. Ella says it's too much. It's too he, much. It's too much. Go, go. Ella, you can stop seeing him. You can stop seeing him. Now, there's an other side to that coin now. Mm-hmm. You can be one of these old ass dudes where the pill don't work or don't nothing work, and then y'all just sitting up there knitting. Mm. Front poach. <laughs> Front poach. Like sitting up there doing stuff he don't even really care for, you know, making dolls. And... <laughs> making dolls? Yeah, you know, <laughs> take this gift, this glorious gift. You can play the hokey pokey number. You know, you know, y'all can, y'all, y'all you, you know, look, 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 you know, you're old, you need some activities. Well, you know what? It, he ain't for you then. Mm-hmm. Go on back. You like being single, you're 66. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And he's 66. He he finna get this right, though. <laughs> she just wants him to simmer Lock, down a little bit. load, and fire. Ain't no simming <laughs> down. So that's it? Leave well, him? Well, no, she can't handle him. She want him to simmer down. Yeah. But I'm but I'm gonna tell you right now, because I got a lot of friends, and I know like you know, had many discussions about these pills. Okay. Listen to me. You build up a tolerance. If you keep on, you're going to build up a tolerance. Mm. What used to be one pill going to have to be two pills. And if you get in a prescription field, them pills is expensive. Them's $2,000 pills now. (laughs) So now you need insurance. (laughs) He going to keep on. He going to buy himself out there. (laughs) No, he going to mess around. He going to buy himself out the situation. <laughs> That's an expensive habit. Gonna price okay. his ass right on out. Oh, okay. <laughs> See what you're saying. All right. He, All right. he got it there, out. Ella. Hang on in there, Ella. He, Man. He got it out. Sapating! All right, here we go. Shandricia yeah. in Lexington says I'm 27 years old and I'm dating a man that just got married. He was a single dad when we met, and he never told me he was getting married. The wife moved in with him, and he introduced me as the babysitter. I love his kid, and I think I can remain professional and keep the job. Should I quit or stay? Girl, it's no way you're going to be able to keep this up. You think that woman is a fool? Mm -hmm. You think she ain't going to know? You think the dude you dating is that brilliant? His dumb ass talking about you the babysitter. What? What? The babysitter. She gonna get tired of looking at the babysitter look like you. 
you gonna get tired of being the babysitter. Mm-hmm. He gonna leave something somewhere. Mm-hmm. It this is this is a disaster mm-hmm. waiting to happen. The kid yeah. gonna say something. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mama, when you ain't here, daddy be coming back home. They be in the uh bedroom. Uh. <laughs> All right, thank you, CLO. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to be happy? We talk about it all the time. I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. Well, you know what? It's, It's be yourself. According to a new survey of 2,000 Americans, people think the key to being successful and being, I mean, to being blissful is a mix of being true to yourself and spending time with your family, Steve. And that old saying that money can't buy happiness is is reflected on this list. Family? Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh? Excuse me? Family? You had something to say? Family? That's what, what make, make you happy? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm going to go from 10 to 1, okay? okay. Number t- number 10. They asked, but go ahead. They asked 2,000 Americans. One of the biggest fights I saw was at the domino table in my daddy's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, number, number 10, if you want to be happy, spend time with a pet. 
What? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Pets bring people a lot of happiness. Who? No, no, no. I know who they ask now. Go ahead. Keep on. <laughs> Number nine. Spend time outside. <laughs> Spend time outside. You know, around nature. Around yeah, nature, yeah, like yeah, nature. Yeah, I know who they. Suppose you live in the projects. Okay. You know well. what's out in that nature. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Number eight. This came in very low on the list. Sex. Yes. That's eight. That's eight. Not that. That's eight. You would think it it'd be, be number there, one. Well, at least it's one. supposed to be on the list. All yeah. right. Yeah. All right. Number seven, keeping your house, your space clean and organized. I like that one. That's keeping a clean sex? house. Yeah, that's over sex. What? What? Uh, I have a dirty sick. ass house. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> Look, I gotta have sex on a pile of dirty clothes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Number six. <laughs> and I bunched them up in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, spending time with your friends. That makes you happy. Number five, okay. listening to never, 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 never what friends, Shirley? The what, ones what, we what, having sex with? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in the clean house. Uh, fix it for me, man. <laughs> number six, uh, I mean number five, listening to music. Listening to music yeah, that I makes like you that. happy. That. Yeah, or that or why we happy. Mm-hmm. Number four, taking time for yourself every single day. Now man, I know you do that, you. Steve. I know you do. I that. need that. Yeah, man. Uh, number six. Good for you. <laughs> but he really was today. <laughs> you sound right. confused no, right so now. I can't yeah. Keep up with what we doing? All right. So uh, number three, getting a quality <laughs> night's sleep or getting enough sleep that that makes mm. you happy. Oh, yeah, that don't make work. me happy. But. Number two, watching TV shows or, Hell mo- or yeah. movies. Now that makes that me happy. It. A movie. Yeah. I like a nice movie. Yeah. Action movie. I'm yeah. Good. Yeah. No, now, I like forty-eight hours. Oh. That makes you happy. I like Renzi. watching a lock, lock up raw extended stay. That makes you oh, happy. I, I, I love that so show. Heavy. Oh, no. that yeah. It's a heavy. Show. Show. I'll be glad. You'll be I'm crying crying halfway through. I like that. watching. No, I'm, 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 I'm glad I'm free. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I look at show that. You I go, Ooh, man. Thank you, G. Okay. Okay. All right. The number one, number one thing that Come makes on. you happy. Hold on one second. Well, I'm gonna write it out for Junior. Okay. We've already talked about it. Oh, cool. okay. he got a lot of it. Yeah. Spending time with family. Where's money? Not, on, not one thing on that list mm-hmm. says money. Not what? one thing. I can have all this, but can't go nowhere? <laughs> <laughs> you just broke at the you clean house. Broke. Wait a minute. Broke and stuck with family? Yeah. But, but money ain't in there? At all. No. At all. Okay, nowhere. let me go over something. Okay. Who they ask? First of all, <laughs> let's just use money compared to all these. Number 10 was what, Shirley? Spending time with a pet, Steve. And if you ain't got no money, what kind of pet that's going to be? <laughs> but you're going to have snails <laughs> or ants. That's a hamster. What, what did you got? Grasshoppers? What is you doing Remember for Remember Michael pets? Jackson had a mouse. Remember that? Okay, Man. what else? Uh, spending time outside in nature. If that's you ain't I got mean. no money, where is you going? <laughs> you it's gonna too high. On nature, you that. might have just go sit on your steps. No. All right, keeping in mind with money. What's the next? Number eight, having sex. Now, you know yeah. how much you can have when you got money. <laughs> Man. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Number seven. Keeping your house and your space clean and organized. I love money that Money by housekeeper. <laughs> yes, it do. Let's go, Shirley. Spending time with friends. Money gets you better friends. Uh, <laughs> Number five, Listening Shirley. to music. Listening to music. Coldest boombox in the world costs money. <laughs> Uh, taking time for yourself every day. That is Se- a Time with myself 
looking at my account. <laughs> oh. <okay>. Getting <laughs> a quality night's sleep, Steve. I sleep better on money. <laughs> I sleep better right after sex. <laughs> Number two, watching TV shows and movies. That makes you, know how, you happy. You the types of TVs you can get in your house. And you, <laughs> you got enough money, you can put them on all your TV, the fight and everything. Yeah, you can have a movie screening room in your home. Right. Okay. He got that. Spending time with that. your family. You don't really know That's what makes you happy. Did you hear how quiet it got? Yeah. yeah. Did you see how quiet yeah. it got? Yeah, I saw that. That's what makes you happy. Man, if you met my sister, you, you ain't going to want to do that. <laughs> Junior, don't say that. Right? I'm just gonna be oh, honest. That boy get talking about his family. I know. I know. Why you think I'm always with y'all? <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me tell you this though. What? When we had our kids join us on our vacation this year, yes, it's the most fun I've had. Yeah, see, spending time I with really, your family. I really, really enjoyed my kids, uh-huh. man. Because they grown now, they ain't as stupid as they used to be. <laughs> oh, Seriously, man, I just sit there and listen to them talk, and I would walk off and just go and get a cigar and go, man, I have failed them as a parent. Because <laughs> them stupid-ass people in that other room, they cannot be my kids. It's nice when they come back around, isn't it? <laughs> just to put a little light on parenting. Mm-hmm. Hang in there with your kids, because eventually they're going to get it. They're going to they all come around. Pop, I saw what you was trying to tell me, man. Yeah, thank I you. I was stupid. They all come around. Thank you for saying that. Everybody keeps telling me that. All right. Yeah, uh, when the hell do they come around? <laughs> when, when, round, they round the corner? No, nah, man, they're going to come around. All of them come around. Yeah, we did. We came around. We were crazy. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for Would You Rather... Would you rather be stuck on an island for eternity, all on your own, all on your own, or would you rather be stuck on an island for eternity with someone you hate? Mm. Oh. Yeah, give me B. I'm going to yeah. go with B. Because uh. me, me, me and him going to have to work through some things so we can survive this thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's about to talk to. <laughs> I hope yeah. it's a me and her. Yeah. Really working out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. B, B for B. me. Yeah, B. I'm going to drive myself yeah, crazy by my damn self. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got to have B. I'm on an <laughs> island now. It's Tommy with all those people in your head. <laughs> Man, please. I got, to, I got to do B. I got to have somebody I can talk to. Even if we don't like each other, I got to have somebody. All right. Taking it back to your school days, would you rather be prom king or valedictorian? Hmm. Oh, prom king. Prom king. Oh, without <laughs> really? a doubt. Then when hell, I'm finna be Valedictorian. That, that would have ruined <laughs> my whole high school experience. All this damn well, study. So. All that studying and stuff. About, well, yeah, I, you know what stuff I'd have missed? Trying to get this A on this test? <laughs> I don't give a damn about no A on no test. Man, I got to get out here. Learn these social skills. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a. <laughs> All A's? Yeah. Do you know what that would have took out of me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, in order for me to get all A's in high school, I'd have had to sell my bike. Uh-huh. I'd have had to uh withdraw from all extracurricular activities. I'd have to stop playing sports. Right. I'd have to who? What else? I'd have to give up. I couldn't have no girlfriend. Girls, mm. I, knew girls. I didn't have a whole lot of success then, but most of my time with women was spent trying. 
Yeah. The success <laughs> ratio what, wasn't high, high at fun. all. <laughs> but the effort I had to put in just you to get, talk to one. And, yeah. Junior, what about you? Get me started on oh, prom yeah, king. king. Yeah, prom king. Yeah, nobody's gonna be valedictorian. It's prom season right now. Yeah, I was, I was. I, that's a touchy subject. I was runner up. I didn't win. Oh, you oh, lost. I couldn't get black. Oh, I couldn't man, get black folk to vote back then. <laughs> you lost, Tommy. I lost. I lost. They wasn't voting. Wasn't yeah, but you went to school. Right. But but see, Tommy, you you was after me. You was a school white kid. Yeah, but 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 I couldn't get the black kids to vote. That was my problem. <laughs> <laughs> so well, you look lost. how things have changed. We're voting now. We're voting now. Yes, we, <laughs> we are. are voting now. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Come on, Steve. Introduce Jay. It's time for a murder. Another hit. Get it! <laughs> take offense. Yeah. I take offense, man. I know you do. I take total offense. Man. You, you don't like that, that And we all probably going to take offense after yes. this. No, it's not. This song, uh, this song this here is song, not that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Murder the Hits. Yay. With one of the best and regretful decisions <laughs> I've ever made. Ladies and gentlemen, jam it, bro. Okay, see, now this, is, this song is not, thank you, this song is not that bad today. Okay. I'm not. I'm not really insulting anyone. I'm actually making a dedication. The song is dedicated to all the uh, side dads, all the uh-huh. uh, hot poppers, all the sugar daddies, blender daddies. daddies. It's time for you to step up and help mm. out. And I took like <laughs> er- took Erica Badu's song. I can make put your phone down. Oh. And and s- to say a message to mm. what you need to do to help out. Check it out. Here we go. I can help you with them school clothes. I can help you, I can help you, I can help you with the school clothes. I can help you with them school clothes. I can help you, I can help you, I can help you with them school clothes. If, if, I can get your kids some school shoes. Oh, I can get them, I can get them, I can get your kids some school shoes. Get them pen and paper. Oh, I can get them, I can get them, I can get them pen and paper. If I can get your kids a backpack, if I get a little bitty and new school bookies, now am I getting that cookie? I can get your kids some bus fare. Oh, I can get it if I hit it, I can get your kids some bus fare. Goes out to all them brothers out there who get that can you help me call, you know, especially around back to school time. Can you help me? Yeah, I can get it if I get it. Simple. I can get it if I get it. I can get it if I don't get it. <laughs> it's very simple. It's very simple. Yeah. I can help you with the <laughs> First time I've ever heard bookies, though. <laughs> <laughs> Rhyme with cookie. No. 
Sometimes you gotta force some words in there. Put these in cookies. Get a little bit. I can get it if I get it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Fair exchange ain't no robbery. That's my that's my daddy used to say that. Fair exchange ain't no robbery. Fair exchange You heard that before? Muslim used to say that. What? Fair exchange ain't no robbery. Right. It's that time of year, though, because they've been getting that cookie. Can you help me? Nah, they, they don't add, they just throw it out there. Ah, show me some help with these cookies. Help me with those cookies. Yeah, boy. Hey, boy, it's good to hear from the single man on the show. What did so, you say, Junior? What did you say? I can help you with school clothes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I can help you with them school clothes. Man. Don't worry. That's Little man do. be dressed, too. He <laughs> 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 be looking good. Yeah. Hey, Junior, uh, Junior, being there looking just like you. Just, just, just like you. <laughs> They always look like who bought you know, the clothes. I bought, him, I bought him these jeans just like I got. Oh, my goodness. No, you didn't. That was so cute. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, call, it don't make him, sense to you. Your kid be Call him. Call him your daddy. <laughs> when you walk in the living room, call him your daddy. Say daddy. Man, I had a girl do that one time. This little boy Wait, what? Dad. I had a girl do that to me one time. <laughs> Have her I'm little about boy. Twenty three years old. And all this girl, the boy came in and said, "Hey, daddy." <laughs> <laughs> the boy, you don't know who you talking to. No, I ain't got no kids. I'm so scared of that. Man. Yeah. yeah, I got dark. I got him. Never went back. <laughs> and she was fine too. Whoa. Oh Man. no! What you not gonna that do is call fine, me daddy. Oh, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't got nothing to help nobody with. Coming up next, nephew Tommy's prank phone call will be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, you're single unless you're married. Uh, that's it. You're single unless you're married. Right now, the nephew is here mm. with today's prank phone call. What you got for his nephew? Your house is my house. Well, then my mortgage your house is your mortgage. <laughs> is my house. Got one for you right here. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Russell. Yeah, this is Russell. Hi, Russell. I'm Isaiah. I'm a uh, a realtor, real estate, and I'm I'm trying to do some schematics. I I think I'm I'm calling the right house. I'm not quite sure. Are you f- West Dixie Road? Uh, yeah, that's me. Okay. This is a reference to. How many square feet is your house? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, it's about thirty-five hundred square feet. I don't know if this is the right house or not. Is this, you have a deck out in the back, a, a all-weather type of deck out in the back? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, what do you, what do you, what do we, what's this about? Okay. How, how, if you don't mind me, uh, Russell, how, how long have you lived there? Yeah, my man, I, I've already asked you twice. And you're asking me for, like, personal information on my crib. What, what's this a reference to? Okay. Well, like I said, I'm a realtor, and I'm trying to get ahead of some things that's going on. And, um, ahead if you're, of what? If you're, well, it's been brought to my attention that your house is going to be is going into foreclosure and it's going to be on the on the market in the next two two to three weeks. So I wanted to make well, sure I, then, I was th- getting the right house and I wanted to make sure well, nah, then, I knew then, all this. Then you got the wrong house. My 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 house is not going to foreclosure. I'm up to date. I'm good. So well, you got you well, definitely well, got the wrong house. Okay, hang on. So West Dixie Road, and like you said, thirty five hundred square feet. This is a two-car garage, right? I, I don't know. I don't know what information you're getting, but when it comes to my name 
and my crib and what's going on with my bills and all that, I'm up to date and, and I'm fine. So you got the wrong information. You got the wrong the wrong person or the wrong information on the right house, whatever it is. But this is not this, – my house is definitely not going into foreclosure. Well, this I'm on top of my for... bills like it's my woman. You get me? So I so, no. so my whole thing is is I don't even know why you're calling. My house is definitely not for sale. It's not, not on for, going to foreclosure. I'm not behind on my bills. Well, sir, I'm, I'm telling good. you what my books say, and this is our – I'm looking at legitimate – this is legal books, paperwork. Money, yo, what I'm trying to tell you is this. I don't care about your books. Read what I'm read, read read what I'm writing to you. I'm up to date on my mortgage. You're just a realtor, so my whole thing is you're not nobody's selling my house. My house is not. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Let's back, let's back up. Let's go back to just a realtor. You're not going to talk to me like that. Now I'm a realtor, and I'm a person that's 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 on top of my game. Your house is going into foreclosure. Now you can be in denial if you want to be, but I'm just trying to get on top of everything and get you know try to sell the house as soon as uh, it hits the market. So I know what it's I'm not doing. Gonna be on you don't know. Until I sell my man. Look, my is not in, my ain't going to foreclosure, dude. So, so, so if I'm looking I at paperwork myself, here, that, why am I looking at paperwork that has your address on it, sir? That that sounds like a personal problem. Obviously, you're not on top of your. Well, it, it, no, the personal well, problem is going to be yours when they when they come put you out your house. This says foreclosure at like your address. Man, yo, look, uh, I try to tell you, man, don't knock on my door. Don't call my. Don't call. None of that shit. Nobody's coming to my house, knocking on the door, trying to put me out of my house. I, and, and on top of that, a foreclosure takes a long time. I'm well, that's what I mean. This is this is this is this has been in there a long time. It's coming up in the next couple of weeks. That's what I'm telling you. The, what, what paperwork do you have? I am looking what, at paperwork. Me, what, what bank? What do you even do? You even know what bank is, is selling the house or trying to put me in foreclosure? You're not. Are you with? Do you? Are you with First Fidelity? That's not your concern. Okay, well, you just asked me, sir. You just asked me. That's Don't what's on this paperwork. It's in the foreclosure. You got the wrong yep. paperwork. You got the wrong address attached to somebody else's Okay, this is your address. It is the right square footage. It is the right I house, know sir. I'm entertaining you right now, my man. I'm telling you, I'm not, my isn't going in the foreclosure. Okay, you know what? You're getting angry with me, but really, if you'd have paid your bills, you wouldn't be in this situation. You know what I mean? Are you paying and that's I'm paying my bills, but evidently you're not paying yours because you're on your way into foreclosure. And now you're getting upset with me when I'm just a realtor calling, saying, trying to trying to catch. This is funny to me. This is funny. I'm on my deck handling my business barbecue right now, dude. I, I'm not this zero less than zero fear of me going into foreclosure. The attitude is not necessary. Matter of fact, this the is probably. This is probably here, your man. last barbecue on the deck. So enjoy that. Look, you come over here and you call me again, you'll be on the grill. You got me? All I'm telling you is this right here, bro. They come in to close your house out in two weeks. All I wanted was the schematics on your house. That's all I wanted. Well, obviously, you have all the information you need. You already know more about what's going on with my personal affairs than I do. But I'm going to tell you, it's going to be a problem if somebody knocks at my f***ing door. Okay, well, I need to come over Nobody's and take a look at that. I'm not getting foreclosed on. That's, that's, that's not how it works. All right, I need to come over and take some pictures of the house. So is that going to be off, Get off the internet. Get it off the internet. But you got the wrong I house. need to come in I need to come inside, sir, and see the condition of the house. <laughs> you got you got you, 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 you f***ing with me, right? I'm not going into foreclosure. I'm up to date with all my sh You're not coming to my house. You're not getting inside the house. Okay. You don't know okay. what the f*** you're talking about. 
Well, I'll tell you what, your, your, your co-worker, Michaela, she thinks she seems to think different. Michaela? Don't you work with Michaela? Uh, yeah. What's Michaela got to do with this? Michaela got me to call you, baby. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Russell, you've been <laughs> pranked, baby. You've been <laughs> pranked, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's crazy, man. I'm like, man, I got my is up to date, man. What the you talking about? <laughs> I'm up to date, man. You oh. up to date, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me this. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> yes, sir, baby. You up to date, baby. You up to date. Wow. You got that right. <laughs> you play way <laughs> too much. Man, he told you what baby. Mm-hmm. He All that information was he was you come over here if you want to. You gonna be on the grill. Yeah, <laughs> man. Oh my goodness. I tell you what. Come here in two. Day. If you come out, knock on my door in two weeks. Gonna be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a situation. Huh? Dog, full blown. Uh, Just need you know. All right, come on, man. Uh, I'm on top of my bills. I'm on top of my bills like I am my woman. Come on. Man. Yes. Yeah, I ain't yeah, never. Yes, heard, I ain't yes. never heard that yeah. before. Uh-uh. Yeah, that was my line there. Oh. Tommy, uh, woo! You be pushing yeah, the buttons, Tommy, that, that was scary. <laughs> Push the button, about, baby. He said, hey, man, hey, hey, man, hey, man, hey, man, hold on, hold on. I done asked you twice, uh-huh. who are you? Now, uh-huh. there ain't no more personal business. What, 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 what you want? Yeah. <laughs> but, then, but then Tommy tried to get offended. Just the realtor. <laughs> Shut Wait up. a minute, man. <laughs> You're not going to talk down to me. <laughs> he didn't told you, though, man. You got all the wrong information, man. All that's the wrong information. Right, but I'm a come yeah, take. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't gave him all the right information, though. Uh, <laughs> Very good. Okay. They're all good, though. King of pranks. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was trying to be is. stupid for y'all. I just work hard at trying to be stupid for y'all. Some of them he be going too far, Shirley. Don't tell him that. Oh, Some yeah, of this is just too, too damn much. <laughs> His life is in danger. A couple of them. All right. Uh, thank you, nephew. Uh, <laughs> coming up next today's strawberry letter subject: You're single. Unless you're married. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married yeah. at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation <laughs> yeah. that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. We create magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, on work, on sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, you're single unless you're married is the subject. All right, dear Stephen Shirley, I am 36 years old and I've been in a great relationship for four years. A year ago, I noticed a change in my man and changes in our sex life. If I initiated sex, he made up excuses like he has acid reflux and he's scared sex might give him a heart attack. Then I saw a text on his phone that said, I love you too. I asked about it and he said he texted her some relationship advice and was only responding to her. He said, it's no big deal to love a friend without romantic involvement. I told him if he continued to send messages like that, he was going to need some relationship advice too. After that, he changed his password to his fingerprint to access his phone. So I had to be creative to find out if he was sneaking around with another female. I checked his social media direct messages and all of the proof was there. His advice in quotations to her was to leave her man and be with him. I found out he'd introduced her to his mother as his future wife and that broke my heart. I sat and wrote him a note telling him what I had seen and told him I'd be at my sister's while I figured things out. He called me and said he loves me, but he's not in love with me. He also said he is not in love with the new girl, but he's very close to it. He apologized to me and said I have every right to be hurt, but I shouldn't be upset because we were just dating, not married. He said, technically, he's single, and so am I. Why did he stay with me with four years and, and use me until something better came along? We talked about marriage, but I guess he had other plans. I was blindsided, and I feel like a fool. I am moving out of his house and his life. Where did, where did I go wrong? Wow. Um, 
technically he's single and so are you. That part is true. And you do have every right to be upset. You can be upset if you want to be upset. I'm sorry this happened to you. Four years is a long time for this to be the outcome. And, you know, I'm sure you were hoping for way more, something a little more permanent like marriage, since you mentioned marriage in your letter that you guys talked about it. But, you know, I, I say this better late than never, because it is clear that this man is not for you. He said he loves you uh, like you can, I guess, love a pet or something, but he's not in love with you. So the best thing for you to do is to let him go. The quicker you do that, the sooner you can get on with your life. But the le- the, the learning process uh, is going to be going to be hard for you. You say, where did you go wrong? Um, that That's the hard part. He was getting everything he wanted from this relationship. Sex with you, all the benefits of marriage, you were living together, you know, and and even with that, he still considered uh, you guys single. So these are the lessons that you gotta, that you gotta, you know, watch and learn so you won't make these same mistakes again. You weren't getting anything. You weren't moving toward a commitment from him. Uh, So, you know, I, I I just don't, I mean, you know, how did you play a part in this? I guess is what I'm trying to say. You played a part in this because you allowed this to go on like this. You just dating a man and living with him for four years. You were hoping for something more, but you didn't get that. You wanted to marry him. You know, you guys never discussed it only when, when he brought it up. What about what you wanted? And what about, you know, Uh, what he thought about what you wanted. You could have found these things out a little earlier in the relationship if you just you know, done some digging like you did when you were trying to find out if he was sneaking around cheating on you. So I guess what I'm saying is let this be a lesson. Um, I, I think you should let this one go. I, hopefully you have since you moved out and everything. But next time, you know, you you have a right to speak your mind and let them know what you want. And um, like Steve says in his book, act like a lady, think like a man, make some standards and requirements. So you won't end up in the same position giving four years of your life to a relationship that really is going nowhere and you're not getting what you want, but they get everything they want. So learn from this and move on. Steve? Subject, you're single unless you're married. That's complete and utter bull. Every adult knows that. If you're not married, you can be in a, in a relationship. You're not single. Y'all live together. Single people can do single things. The problem you have is when you're not single, but you're performing as though you are single. If you're in a committed relationship, living with a person is a committed relationship. Marriage is a committed committed relationship. So y'all in a relationship, he ain't single. I'm a 36-year-old. I've been in a great relationship for four years. Boy, this one went downhill pretty fast, though. Been a year ago changing your man's sex life. If I initiated sex, he made up excuses like he had acid reflex and he scared sex might give him a heart attack. Wow. (laughs) This is called pre-existing conditions. (laughs) (laughs) Who lets acid reflex stop them from having sex? I don't know. I I vomited and wanted sex. (laughs) 
Oh, God. Yeah. That is gross, Steve. That's so gross. I've had diarrhea. Okay. Uh-uh. I've had uh-uh. Uh-uh. sex. Okay. On Come that on. night, on that note, uh, we'll Wanted have part it. two. <laughs> we'll have part two of your response, sir. Get yourself together. Coming up in 23 minutes after the hour. Uh, today's Strawberry Letter subject, you're single unless you're married. Uh, we'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. You're single until you're married. Well, okay. That's how you want to go with it. But Hmm. I think it's bogus the way he played this woman. Mm -hmm. Year ago, they had a wonderful relationship. She's 36. The sex in the change uh, had a change in their sex life. If she initiated sex, the dude made up excuse like he had acid reflux and he was scared that sex might give him a heart attack. You're 36. First of all, how old is he? Because if he's the same age as you, he in bad shape. He's scared sex going to give him a heart attack. I have had sex to try to have a heart attack. (laughs) Prince wrote a song that says, (laughs) When we make love, Mm -hmm. crazy in love. Having a hundred million little heart attacks, damn you. Ah. That was a song. song, Mm -hmm. When we make love, it's like having a hundred million little heart attacks. That's a song. You make love to have a heart attack. Now, he don't want to have sex because he's scared. Attack my heart. This is not about you, sir. No, I'm telling you how wrong this dude is. All right. Then you saw a phone, the text on the phone said, I love you too. Then you confronted the man about it, and he said it ain't no big deal. He was giving her some romantic advice, which he was. But the thing of it is, is you told him if he continued to send messages like that, then she was going to need some romantic advice too. Mm-hmm. All right. So he changed the password, put his finger on it and everything right now. So now she got creative and went through his messages and found out on social media that he had advice to her was to leave her man and be with him. Mm, mm, mm. And you find out he introduced her to his mother as his future wife. That broke her heart. Then you wrote him a note. You told him that you'd be at your sister's house while while you figured this out. Then hit the whole crux of the whole letter right here. He called you, said he loves you, but he's not in love with you. You need to be in love to marry somebody. Everybody on this show can tell you that. You gots to be in love. For sure. Definitely. <laughs> you gots to, to marry somebody. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So that that's a bummer mm-hmm. right there. He also said he's not in love with the new girl, but he's very close to it. Did you not get a text that said, I love you too? Mm, mm, mm. That's right, Steve. That's right. It was in the text. Mm -hmm. So now he just trying to let you down soft. But then here he goes. He apologized to you and said you got every right to be hurt. Mm. But I shouldn't be upset. See, this this dude right here, he he know how to draw the difference between upset and hurt. Like, them two ain't the same damn yeah. thing. Yeah. 
Whatever with him. Right. You got every right to be hurt, but you shouldn't be upset because we were just dating, not married. For four years? Fool, we lived in your house. Right. This ain't dating. We live together. In some states, that's called common law. So technically he's single and so am I. Why did he stay with me four years and use me until something better came along? Uh, first of all, sister, stop beating yourself up. You don't know that something better has come along. Hmm, that's true. You don't know that. Let me tell you something else I want you to do. Uh, we had talked about marriage and I guess he had other plans. I was blindsided. I feel like a fool. I'm moving out of his house in his life. Where did I go wrong? You didn't go wrong nowhere. You didn't go wrong. See, that's what happens to a lot of ladies. A dude becomes an a-hole, and then all of a sudden, you take the blame and wear it like you did something. You got a man that done lied. We wasn't, we wasn't, we were single. Fool, she live in your house. You find a message that say, I love you too. He tell you he ain't in love with her, but he close. How the hell are you close in love? <laughs> what? What is Excuse Almost me. Almost there. What is that? <laughs> Just I'm about. not in love with her, but I'm close. Kind of. There ain't no songs about. Now, it's songs that say, I believe, I believe, I believe I'm falling in love. Mm-hmm. That's a song. But the key word, he said, I believe mm-hmm. I'm falling in love. There ain't no song out there going, stay with me. Mm-hmm. I'm almost there. <laughs> I'm almost in love with you. Hey, come on now. Stay with me. I'm almost there. I'm almost in love with you. Almost. Almost. (laughs) Damn near there. Kind of. (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) But I don't know when. Hold on. Okay. (laughs) Wait a while longer. I'm almost in love. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter. We'll be back with the new hit song, I'm Almost In Love. (laughs) On Instagram and Facebook, check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand as well. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Lower the lights, please, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for Junior's Poetry Hour. Let me just say this right quick, though. What? This this poem right here. Uh (laughs) This bald up paper. Yeah, forget that. The point of the poem is it's getting close. Uh, to going back to school. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, 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 and everybody's uncles don't get appreciated because mm-hmm. we help okay. out. Mm-hmm. Oh, because you're an uncle. Yeah, I got a, now, I got a 17-year-old nephew that's about to be in the same grade with the 14-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't call uh-huh. me. Junior, don't say that on the oh. air. <laughs> it's true, hold though. Hold on. Hold on. First of all, sure. oh, God. hold on. What, what, you want? what you want me to act like he ain't happening? <laughs> God. Okay, they, they my people. They know. You want to act like he's a scholar? Because he's not, right? 
Should I be ashamed of the fact that what he won't do? <laughs> <laughs> now, the 14 year old didn't damn near caught the 17 year old. Oh, wow. Now, I didn't think it was going to happen, but Lord have mercy. They one grade apart. Let's put it like that. <laughs> now, I mean, when he go in the classroom, they think the teacher didn't walk in. That's all I'm saying. So you wrote a poem? Well, I'm just saying. He, he asked me for some stuff, and I just wanted you to let him know this. Now, the name of the poem is. I'm just an uncle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here I go. Here I go. Hey, 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 hey. I'm just an uncle. Stop asking me for cash, okay? Because when I help you out, you don't do nothing but walk in the other room and just talk trade. Mm-hmm. Go beg your mom and your daddy, because they the one that had you, because I'm just an uncle. I can do all I can do. Now that I know you're going back to school and you like new stuff, but I'm living out here in L.A., Rent is high as hell, man. It's, it's even rough. <laughs> now, I'm not trying to be mean, because I really do love you with all my heart. Uh-huh. But I'm going to get a jump on this. I'm going to say no before you even start. I'm just uncle. I love it. I love it. Thank yeah, you. That's all I can do. Yeah, just yeah. uncle, man. That was called the style oh, of really conversation. Man. That's called. You're looking for rhymes. See, that's what you're doing. Oh. You're sitting there. Looking for rhymes. There's no rhymes in there. It ain't got to be. Wait. Oh, it was that's called White Junior? Was this, this was, right you know, you this have different was, styles. Uh-huh. This was called the style of conversation. Yeah, I, don't, I don't get it. <laughs> the what? Yeah. I was the talking what? to him. I don't get it. It's just it's yeah, the style the of conversation. Was that a good poem? Do you, know, do, you, do, you have, do you have do you have any kids asking you for stuff? Yeah. Okay, then you understand the poem. You can change it to I'm That's just it. an aunt. Yeah, right. just a mother. Yeah. yeah. But this was the style of conversation. I, it's called a style of conversation. I, I created it. Do you, do you, we know that. Yeah. Do you listen to most deaf or most confused? This or? was just most deaf now. Why would I go listen to most I, deaf or most deaf? I think it was deaf. most deafening. <laughs> the next one about you, Jim. <laughs> In the style of conversation. <laughs> A style you made up. All right, we got to go. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. 
In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the divided nation we all currently inhabit, it's, it's nice to know that there are still some things we can still agree on, uh, and that is sandwiches. Sandwiches are delicious, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody loves a great sandwich, right? Mm-hmm. But still, there's plenty of room for healthy debate and disagreement about what's the best sandwich, okay? To settle things once and for all, once and for all, we're going to settle this. Uh, YouGov.com ran a poll to find out which ones were most cherished sandwiches in our country. Here are the results, all right? Okay, let's not do that. Hold tight, Shirley, before you do that. Okay. What's the question we ought to ask each other before you do the survey? Mm -hmm. What's your favorite, all-time favorite damn sandwich? I knew it. Uh Uh Uh-huh. I'd like a sandwich. Ah. Man. Easy. Junior, what is it? Peanut butter and jelly. All Mm. day long. Peanut butter and jelly? Can't miss. Can't miss. Tommy, what is it? Grilled turkey and pepper jack cheese. Yeah. Grilled turkey and mm-hmm. pepper jack cheese. Man, he's so white. Yeah. You bitch, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <he's white. laughs> That's bad. Yes. Poor-ass black talking about some damn pepper jack cheese. Hey, I like pepper jack. <laughs> you can put some salt on it. Burn that out. That's a high blood pressure. I don't care about y'all. They, they don't hurt my sandwich. Why y'all going against no, my regular sandwich? Regular knowledge. Carla, what's your favorite yes. sandwich all time? B-L-T. Ah. Uh, B-L-T. Got that bacon, bacon, lettuce, and tomato. Yeah, that was mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, girl, we could ride yeah. together. What's your favorite yeah. sandwich, Shirley? Uh, when I was a kid, it was ham sandwich, but um, does cheeseburger count? That's not a sandwich. <laughs> no, that's, that's a burger. A okay, that's, that's a burger. A burger. All right, so I got to say, yeah, I, I thought it was because it's cheeseburger all day. Okay. Cheeseburger. Yes. What about you, Steve? Come on now. What's my favorite sandwich? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, y'all ready? Buckle up. Come on. Take okay, you make back. it. Okay. Let's make you ain't supposed to eat this, but Don't I gotta tell it. you. I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> what? A hot ass uh-huh. Velveeta grilled cheese <laughs> sandwich. But it's got wow. to be Velveeta though. You, you Velveeta. <laughs> What'd you say, Tommy? I don't give a damn if your ears stopped up. <laughs> Velveeta, <laughs> which probably is not even real cheese. No, it's but not. Lord have mercy. When you sliced it and made a grilled cheese sandwich, I don't eat that no more. But if I could, I probably would. Guess what, Steve? That grilled cheese sandwich and government grilled cheese. (laughs) Government cheese. Guess what, Steve? 
That, uh, huh? That is the number one sandwich in America. Grilled cheese. Grilled cheese? Yes. Grilled wow. cheese. Grilled cheese. <laughs> Thank you. Grilled cheese. Kids love that. Uh-huh. Grilled cheese. Everybody, yeah. though. Adults, mm-hmm. too. Yep. Seems like. And, Junior, I like I like peanut butter sandwiches, but I don't like peanut butter and jelly. Where the hell you from, I don't sir? know. I just like peanut butter. You got to mix butter. that with something, sir. <laughs> She's gonna loosen that up. I just like peanut butter. I don't you like peanut butter. You know. the died in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Shirley, you the died in my daddy's house. Really? <laughs> we had that great big giant jar of grape. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. jelly. <laughs> well, I don't need Wasn't any of that. Wasn't a real grape in that jar. No way. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was just purple. Dark purple. Makes sense. It, it had... All right, you ever read the label? We, Less than one percent real fruit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen to me. If you got some grape jelly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the label says less than one percent real fruit, <laughs> what they've done, y'all? What is that? What hauled up is? some hot water <laughs> with some purple Kool-Aid in there <laughs> with some gel- gelatin in it uh, and uh-huh. one grape skin. <laughs> wow. One grape. Bologna. All right, we Bologna got more of more sandwiches and more Spain. of the Steve Harvey yeah. Morning Show I'm coming not, up not, not <laughs> right after this. Hand. We'll be back at 20 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, listen to this story, guys. A meat manufacturing company experienced a glitch in its uh, payroll recently and accidentally paid a worker 300 times his salary, and now they can't seem to find the guy. The worker expected his usual monthly check of $545, but instead received a check for more than $180,000. Now, when he noticed... Yeah, when he noticed the mistake, he alerted his manager who told him to go to his bank and repay the money. But he never did, and the company can't find him. They tried to reach him for several days and eventually received a letter from his attorney informing them of his resignation. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you roll, baby. He he hasn't been heard from since. The company has filed a complaint with the police, but no arrest has been made. So the question to you guys is, what would you do in this situation? If you got paid 300 times your salary? Oh, I'm out. I didn't tell y'all. I'm telling you, I will die in front of you right there. You would think I'm gone. Flat out, roll me out the dough, partner. I'm gone. Junior. I call in here. I will call and see how y'all doing. How the morning show doing? Where would you Boy, be? Boy, I'm for this hell. Where would you oh, no, be? I'm not coming back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boy, y'all funny. Steve! Boy! <laughs> 300 times your pay. Man. Wow. Ooh, All back. right, we'll have more. Thanks, guys. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up. We'll do a round of Would You Rather at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for Would You Rather. Would you rather... Be stuck on an island for eternity, all on your own, all on your own. Or would you rather be stuck on an island for eternity with someone you hate? Mm. Ah, yeah. Give me B. I'm gonna yeah. go with B because uh. me and me and me and him gonna have to work through some things so we can survive this thing. Yeah, that's about to talk to. <laughs> I hope yeah. it's a me and her. Yeah, we can really work it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
B, B for B. me. Yeah, B. I'm gonna drive myself yeah, crazy by my damn self. <laughs> no, I got the hell B. I'm on an island now. It's Tommy with all those people in your head. Man, please. I got to I got to do B. I got to have somebody I can talk to. Even if we don't like each other, I got to have somebody. All right. Taking it back to your school days, would you rather be prom king or valedictorian? Mm. Oh, prom king. Oh, prom king. Oh, without <laughs> really? a doubt. Then we're in hell. I'm finna be valedictorian. That, that, that would have ruined <laughs> my whole high school experience. All this damn well, study. So. <laughs> All that studying and stuff. About, well, yeah, I, you know what stuff I'd have missed? Trying to get this A on this test? <laughs> I don't give a damn about no A on no test. Man, I got to get out here and learn these social skills. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a. <laughs> All A's? Yes. Do you know what that would have took out of me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, in order for me to get all A's in high school, I'd have had to sell my bike. Uh-huh. I'd have had to uh, withdraw from all extracurricular activities. I'd have to stop playing sports. Right. I'd have to. Whew. What else? Just I'd have, to, I'd have to give. Up, I couldn't have no girlfriend. Girls, mm. I knew. Girls. I didn't have a whole lot of success then, but most of my time with women was spent trying. Yeah, the success that's ratio what, that's wasn't high at fun. all, but the effort I had to put in just you to get, talk to one. And, yeah. Junior, what about you? Get me started on oh, prom, yeah, prom king. king. Yeah, prom anybody gonna be valedictorian? It's prom season right now. Yeah, I was, I was. I, that's a touchy subject. I was a runner up on prom. I didn't win. Uh, oh, you oh, lost. What? I couldn't get black. Oh, I couldn't get black folk to man. vote back then. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> I lost. I lost. They wasn't voting. <laughs> yeah, but you went to school. But but see, Tommy, you you was after me. You was a school white kid. Yeah, but 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 I couldn't get the black kids to vote. That was my problem. <laughs> <laughs> so you look lost. how things Prom have changed. King. We're voting now. We're voting now. Yes, we, <laughs> we are. are voting now. <laughs> All right. Um. All right. Well, thank you, guys. That's today's round of Would You Rather coming up at 49 minutes after. It's the last break of the day. And we'll have some closing remarks for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Steve, here we are. Last break of the day. Wow, what a week it's been, huh? So you have some closing remarks for us, Steve? All right, I got you. Okay. Um, in light of encouraging people um, and getting people to understand the process that we are all involved in when it comes to finding our success and our happiness. We are all in the process. And you know, one of the things uh, when you're trying to become happy or you're seeking out your success, your position in life, what you're gonna do, how you're gonna get it done, maybe you start a business, maybe you're trying to get a promotion, maybe you're trying to finish school, whatever it is, you're gonna run into some things. That is just life. You are not the only one. But when you get hit with one of them hard ones, one that kind of slows your roll a little bit, and we all have them, one that kind of knocks you down and, and, and you didn't see it coming, I mean, man, you, you, it's, life is difficult, man. It really, really is. And all of us have to face some of these challenges that are so heavy that it feels like it knocks us out the game. And you can be thrown for a moment. Don't get me wrong. It's human nature. You can get tossed up pretty bad where you feel like giving up. You can you can get tossed up pretty bad where you feel like, well, this is the end. But when you get knocked down, when you get ran over, when you get pushed, when you're exhausted, you got to get back in the game. You have to get back in the game. It's still no excuse for not getting back in the game because life is 10% what happens to you. It's 90% what you do about it. Everybody has hardships. Everybody has challenges moments everybody gets knocked down everybody get ran over everybody get blindsided but you have got to get back in the game you don't have the time time is too precious for you to just sit on the sideline on the bench not playing anymore you can't do that god is your coach And with God, all things are possible. I want to ask you something. When God is doing what he does, when he's in the background moving on your behalf, when he's back there working out things that you don't know that's working on, when he is working on your behalf just because he knows you've been asking him to, if he been secretly working on your behalf because you his child, because you honor him, love him, and respect him, if he's in the background working on your behalf, wouldn't you like to be on the field for the end of the game? Wouldn't you like to be on the field when the results come in, when God get through doing what he doing? Wouldn't you love to be there when he puts his stamp of approval on it? Wouldn't you like to be on the field in the game when the package that you've been praying for finally arrives? Wouldn't you like to be in the field, in the game, when he finally answered that prayer? 
Wouldn't you like to be there standing on the field when it all turns around and all your haters got to sit there and become your footstools? Wouldn't you like to be on the field for that? I know I would. I want to be on the field when God starts passing out victories. I want to take a victory lap when God starts blessing you when everybody say it was over. I love it when God proved people wrong. I absolutely love it. I love it when God say, there's nothing you can do to my child that he can't handle. And when you get through starting these fires around him, when you get through messing with him, look at him. He gonna be stronger and bigger and brighter and better than ever. When you was laughing at him, when you thought he folded and I came to his rescue, who laughing now? All the people in the stands will see it. You won't have to shove it in nobody's face. Oh, they gonna see it. They gonna be sicker and they gonna try something else. But at the end of the day, I wanna be on the field when it's over. When God come through, when he show up like he always does. I don't care if it's the last second field goal. As long as I win the game, what difference do it make? I got hurt while I was playing, but I won. I'll take that. God got a great life for you. But you got to stay in the game to get it. God got a great life for you. But you got to get up when you get ran over. God got a great life for you. But you got to hang on when you feel like sitting down. God got a great life for you. But you'll never know how great it is until you get the end results. You'll never know how great it is until you hang in there and see what God finally had worked out for you. Stay on the field. Get back in the game. It's critical. It's critical. I want to be on the field when they're doing the victory lap. Those are my mm. closing remarks. Man. Wow. Drop that yeah. mic, baby. Wow. Drop I it. Love it. Y'all. Yeah, Mm. Y'all have a great man. Week. Sound like he broke it. He did. <laughs> he broke the mic. Yeah, like he unplugged it. Drop it like it's broke by Monday. Do what, Tommy? Drop it like it's broke. Oh, since we told you not to say drop it like it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz, This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics 
in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 